You're listening to the Seven Transformations podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the Seven Transformations.com. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast where I share my life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. What's up again, guys? Thank you for joining me. My name is Tudor Alexander, and I'm your host for the Seven Transformations podcast. Happy Monday to you again, wishing you an awesome week ahead. And as you go through this week, I would like you to think about the idea of predictability and unpredictability and how these two dimensions can fit into your life to help you create a life you love, to help you move through life in a successful and effortless way. You know, a lot of times understanding where something is designed to be used uh, in a productive way is the key towards finding that success, towards being happy, towards being relaxed, whatever it is. You know, I often talk about tools as something that has a sphere of uses. You know, like, for example, if I have a, a toothbrush, its main intent is to brush your teeth, and then you can use it for other things. You can clean, you know, a little piece of furniture with it. You can dig a hole with it. You can do a lot of different things. But as we start getting more and more away from its intended purpose, uh, it starts to it starts to be less effective. And that's the same with language. And that's something I've always found very interesting because everything in language is like a tool. If you use a concept, if you use a linguistic tool, a personal growth tool, an idea, a theory, whatever, a belief, they all have some bit of truth in them. You know, they have some level of usefulness. And it all depends where I am using them. It all depends where that use is. So for example, today, what spawned this conversation in my mind is, you know, I talk to people a lot about creating unpredictable results. You know, it's something that I learned in a lot of the personal growth stuff that I did is to have unpredictable results. And at first, you know, you, you hear that and you think like, what the hell does that mean? That sounds kind of, you know, a negative thing. Like I, I don't want to have unpredictable results. I want to know what's going to happen. And certainly there's that too. But what it really means is that you want your results in life, whether it's in your love life, in your you know business, in your career, to be so unpredictably good, you know, so off the charts that you you can't predict them. You know, they could be absolutely amazing. There's no way to predict where it's going to go. It's going to be exponential. It's not ruled by, you know, the 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 normal rules of engagement. So, you know, that's what we're looking at. We're looking at unpredictability. And certainly unpredictability has its uses and its positive uses. And I want to look at both predictability and unpredictability. And where are these where are these modes of being, these these modes of acting, where are they most useful in our lives? And I've got a little phrase that I'll mention for you, which is that predictability should be in your method, not in your results. So what does that mean? You know, we're going to look at it basically today, which is that your method, you know, the process by which you go about something should have elements of predictability in it. It should have elements of consistency, of structure, 
of things that relate to one another. You shouldn't be haphazardly going about whatever you're doing without a structure. You want that structure to be predictable. But you don't want to confine your results to a predictable outcome. I mean, in some senses you do. You know, we're talking about qualitative results here. Obviously, you know, you you want both quantitative and qualitative results. But, you know, something like, for example, you know, like I went to a, a personal growth seminar a while ago, like actually several of them. And you, know, you have people that you go there for a weekend, you know, you have a bunch of lectures and activities and things like that, and you're there all day. And, you know, you have people who have been there, including myself, who snapped out of basically these ways of being, you know, the, these ways of being that we are in our whole life. We are doing and enacting and creating these habits that keep us in a particular way of being, that keep us predictable. You know, we are creatures of habit. And then you see in a weekend, and this is anywhere, whether it's, you know, through Landmark, which is the courses that I took, through Tony Robbins, through whatever, suddenly things shift. And that's what we call transformation. That's what we call, you know, a, a eureka moment where suddenly there's a new way of being and acting and creating a whole new life, a whole new series of actions that weren't there before. So that was totally unpredictable. And that's what you that's what you want to be able to create in your life. You want to be able to create unpredictable surprises, unpredictable performance, you know, unpredictable moments that are just not ruled by the constraints of the day-to-day mundane problems that we have. So that's, you know, we look at unpredictability and when we look at that in our life as as a useful thing, you should shoot for your results to be unpredictable in that sense. Don't limit yourself to what you think is the right success or the right amount of success or the right number. You should always use those in balance, of course. I'm not telling you to abandon numbers and abandon results altogether, but the whole point is here is to use both. You know, most of the time, what we tend to do is to use our minds to create something that we think is going to happen, create an estimate, create a a predictable outcome, because that's what we want. You know, predictability is not a bad thing. But again, everything has its place where it's productive and where it's not. Predictability is very important for sustainability, for creating your structure of how you do things, your order of operations, your routine, your discipline, your diligence you know, how you communicate, you want predictability in those areas in that sense. But where it starts to not be useful is in that limiting sense where your mind wants a predictable outcome. It wants a certain thing that it can count on. We always want certainty. That's like one of the most base needs that we all have. So what that means is your mind will opt to put a particular number or outcome on something regardless. And in doing so, you kind of commit to that idea. And in committing to that notion, to that outcome, and it's predictable in your mind, you know where you're going, there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to watch out for becoming reasonable, becoming limited by that predictable outcome. 
So that's the whole point. And when we look at predictability as, again, as something that's productive, you want it to be in the process, in your you know, day-to-day movements, in the structure, in the communication, your customer relationships, your personal relationships, your, you know, how you do service. You want consistency. You want predictability. You want people that when they come in, they see the same brand, you know, that, that, that was on the website and things like that. Whether it's in your relationship, if I'm nice to you one day and the next day I'm, you know, flipping out on you for no reason, we call that, you know, bipolar. We call that, you know, there's something wrong with you. So you want predictability in your life in those areas. Just be mindful that predictability at some point can cut off creativity. You know, so this is where we balance it with unpredictability. And unpredictability, again, we talked about those unpredictable results, something that nobody would have ever expected. And what does that really mean? That means really that we have to be open to something different. We have to be open to something outside of the norm, outside of the the path that was happening as a result of the momentum that was was taking us through. You know, I talk a lot about momentum in this book that I'm writing, Dance Your Way Through Life, an instruction manual. Momentum is in dancing. You know, obviously I, I, I'm a professional ballroom dancer. I, I do this for a living. But I talk about how momentum is something that we deal with in movement. You know, it's because of gravity. Gravity's pulling on us. So naturally, like if you lean forward, you're going to fall off balance because of gravity and the momentum that is inherently there. Well, in that same vein, in the world of information and ideas and words and language and choices, our momentum in the choices that we make exists all the time. You know, we are we are under momentum of our psychology, of our biology, of our culture, of all the things that we inherited that make us move, quote unquote, in a particular direction all the time. So you want to you want to be able to dissolve that momentum and and in doing so you part of that is you know I talk about in the booklet you have to you have to stop and observe and reflect regularly because that's the only way to stop momentum. You know, we are intelligent creatures. You know, a tiger a tiger is going to be a tiger and he's going to have tiger babies and they're going to keep doing that for the rest of the universe unless they change into a different species and they suddenly get you know, intelligent consciousness. But you'll never run into the jungle and see, you know, a, a village of tigers that sudden spontaneously evolved because it's not possible. Well, with human beings, what, what happened is we gained the ability to stop and observe and to reflect. And what there's a lot of other things too. We we got language, we had opposable thumbs, you know, but all these things together, what that means is they helped us stop the momentum. You know, everything else in nature operates on constant momentum. It's one thing leading into another. It's eating this, then it's dying to that, then it's making babies, and it's just constantly rolling over into the next generation. And that's fine. That's evolution. But when we stop, we can redirect that evolution, and that's how humanity has become what it's become. It's because of our ability to stop and reflect. And that's what you have to do in your own life on a regular basis to redirect the natural momentum of things that are constantly pulling at your choices to go in a particular direction. 
you know, if you're hungry, you're going to go eat. That's momentum. You're under momentum. You're not thinking about anything else. I know I'm not when I'm hungry uh, to go, to go eat. So now I'm under the momentum of my hunger. It is influencing my movement through life, my choices. So momentum is very important in utilizing, you know, creating that unpredictable results in a sense, because otherwise you're predictable. If you're leaning forward, then you're going to fall forward. That's predictable. But if you're standing up straight, I don't know which direction you're going to move. That's unpredictable. And not in a bad way, but it's in a way that you can create anything. And that's the second part, which is creative, you know, creative thinking. We think about unpredictability and what that has to have is creative thinking, something that wasn't there before. You know, predictability is very important, but it's also not creative. There's nothing innovative about predictability. And there shouldn't be. It's a totally different realm. It's the opposite, you know, the complementary but opposite part. So when we look at unpredictability, you know, I read this book called The Power of Not Knowing. It's a really good book. You got to check it out. I forget the author and I don't have it on hand with me right now, but it's really good. Power of Not Knowing. It is talking, it gives you a series of the guys like giving a ton of these uh, different situations where the drive for certainty by delaying that drive, that people were able to elicit creative thinking in a very chaotic situation and come up with some amazing results, unpredictable results. It's a very cool book, you know, and it also talks about failures too in business and in politics and things where people rushed to get predictability. And to get that, you know, uh, that certain outcome. And because of that, they missed opportunities. They they screwed up the situation, whatever it was. Really cool, really cool book. A lot of interesting stories there. But what it comes down to is that we are more creative. The more chaos going on, the more things that are, you know, spinning around us that are being cuckoo, the more creative we get. We start to want that certainty. We, we want to put things back in their place. And that stimulation of chaos stimulates our creative mind to create relationships between things so we can start to put them back together again. When everything's already put back together for you and it's nice and neat, you're not thinking creatively. Think about it. If you're in a cubicle, everything's nice and organized, and you're just there all day just organizing papers or doing some monotonous task, you know, we've all been there. There's nothing, there's no creative thinking there. You know, sure, maybe if you stop doing what you're doing and you start daydreaming or doodling on a piece of paper. But the point is, is that when you're surrounded by things that are out of out of that certainty, they're not certain, you start to think creatively, start to be resourceful, start to adapt. You know, it's not necessarily comfortable. You know, we never said it was comfortable, but you start to adapt and and through that you create unpredictable results an unpredictable outcome something that was totally not foreseen something spontaneous you know a lot of the world's great businesses came from very resourceful adaptive situations where people didn't have a lot of resources they didn't have everything all their ducks in a row so they had to invent. They had to create. It's a necessity is the mother of invention, right? So that's the whole point about unpredictability being related to creativity. So 
two things for unpredictability. You need to be able to stop the momentum, which is not be predictable. And what that means is observe yourself. Observe the, the forces that pull upon your life and and take a regular interval of time throughout your life to, to observe, to relax, to adjust. You know, that's really what it's about is to adjust, to make an adjustment. We have to constantly make adjustments. You're never going to get it right the first time. You know, getting it right, quote unquote, is not about a one-time deal. It is about an ongoing process over time. Getting it right is a series of thousands and thousands of choices over a longer period of time. You know, getting it right one time is just lucky. That doesn't mean anything, whether it's in business, in love, in a friendship, whatever it is. So remember that predictability, it's all about the process, you know, so that's where predictability comes in, in that it it helps you create and sustain a structure, a discipline, a process, you know, um, choices that are consistent with one another towards your vision. And that vision will change. You know, it's important to allow the future that hasn't happened yet to, to change, to be altered, to be unpredictable. You know, I used to want to be super set on everything I do. And I was like very confident that I knew my life plan all the time and I knew what I wanted and all this stuff. And I've gotten a lot more comfortable in my life with with not knowing. You know, that's the whole book that we mentioned, The Power of Not Knowing. And just not knowing and allowing it to be unpredictable. And And there's power in that because if it's unpredictable, if the canvas is not completely painted, then you can create anything you want in that space. And I think regardless of how structured you like it to be, trust me, I like to have all my ducks in a row, but how regardless of how structured you'd like to be, you got to leave room in that future canvas to play, for it to be unpredictable, you know, because that that's the spice of life. If everything's determined already, and it probably is, who knows, but it, regardless, we aren't going to know it all. You know, but if, if we did know it all, what kind of life would that be? That would be pretty boring, you know? So allow yourself to use predictability in the process so that you don't waste energy. You don't want a process that's unpredictable, meaning you do one thing here and then tomorrow you totally change your method and then the next day you go back to what you originally did and you do that like five times in a week. That's unpredictable process. You're going to spin around and waste a ton of resources and energy. The whole point of predictability in process is to, you know, streamline everything to help you be consistent and build that success. But while you're building that success and being organized and super thorough and following through, allow that future destination that you're working toward to be unpredictable, to be open, to be unwritten. And regardless of how beautiful that vision is, allow it also to be malleable too. So that's really important. So these are my thoughts for you today on a Monday. Hope you guys are killing it out there, whatever it is you're doing, whether you're killing it in your relationships, in your businesses, in your creative lives, in your friendships, in your office jobs, whatever it is. I hope that you are really employing these ideas of predictability in your process so that you can live an unpredictable life. And I wish you an unpredictable week ahead in the best sense of the word. So thank you so much for listening. 
I hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'll see you guys Friday for some more interviews, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. You're listening to the 7 Transformations Podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For more episodes like these, subscribe or stay connected at the 7transformationscom 7